0: That is the best intro I have yeah, ever for sure. yeah. heard. See, I don't know if you girls know this, but I normally do the intro, and now I just lost my job, because you guys are so good at it. You
1: guys are so good at it. So Shane,
0: go ahead. Yeah, so this is Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast, a Christian podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host, Shane Balancing, with
1: my co-host, Topper. Hey. Say hi, Topper. Hey, what's up? With the intern,
0: You're Eric. Not, Eric, say
1: hi. That's not true. But uh, who's who's here with us today. Yeah, we have some
0: extremely special guests yes. with us. So would you girls like to introduce yourself? Go ahead and say your name. Yeah, what's your what's your name?
2: Macklin. I'm Sophia. Yeah. yeah. Macklin
1: and Sophia uh-huh. and they are from Uganda. Yeah. They're here for the the Raja choir. Mm-hmm. Um they're in America for 6 months, right? 6 months. Mm-hmm. I, um I just asked Selena. Um <laughs> and they have been staying with uh, myself and my wife and Topper for this whole week. Have you guys been having fun? Yes, yeah, please! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
2: not to mention the most pleasant They <laughs> have the best manners yes. of any kid I've ever met yeah,
1: That's the truth for It has sure. been awesome But um, um, before we really get started with this podcast Do you girls want to sing us a song? Because yes, that's please. what you're good at? Yeah, go you want to sing a song? Yes,
2: please! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright,
1: go ahead, sing a song
2: On the outside of our praise, Let there be no name Jesus, Son of God, you laid down your perfect life. You are the sacrifice. Jesus, Son of God, you are Jesus, Son of God.
1: All right, there, yeah. yeah. good, good job. Yeah. yeah. Thank that you guys so that? much. Awesome. All right, girls. So I know you haven't listened to this podcast yet, but who do you think is the host of this podcast?
3: Papa Shun! No. Yes! Even David. Oh, That's wow. what I'm
1: talking about. David, stay with girls me. Are my favorite. They've They've been, been stay with me, and they still think it's you. <laughs> well, anyways. Well, yeah. girls, thank you guys so much for being
2: yeah. on our podcast. Thank you so much. We appreciate. Yeah, so it's been uh, it's been a pleasure having these these mm-hmm. kids living here. I actually, when I walked in the door today, when I came home from work, I was greeted by two hugs. Yeah, yeah. Which they're huggers. It's so nice. Like that's something I don't get from yeah Brooklyn and Savannah now. When they see me come in, they just like, oh hey, they don't care,
1: right. <laughs> keep watching. <laughs> we parented them
2: well, Sophia or whatever they're watching. <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
1: You no, know, those girls
0: are like the nicest girls. And yeah. we've met some of the other, because there are other... Uh, There's
1: 18... 18 um, total. Kids from And they're from staying Uganda. at different homes, right? Correct.
0: And so we met some of the other ones too. And they're all the, the same in in the sense where they are the nicest,
1: most polite, have the best manners. I mean, and you just heard them. They
0: yeah. said yes, please, and yes, no, please. please to everything. And they have
1: so much joy in yeah. everything. They're just like so happy all the time. I played Uno with them, and like I kept making f- jokes with with um mac the whole Macklin. time yeah and she would keep putting like plus two down and mm-hmm. looking at me and like it and, and like ha take that <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah it's it's been awesome and then they they performed last sunday mm-hmm. um and for those of you who don't know anything about drage choir uh, it's part of the 410 bridge which um works with a lot of different um communities in in africa and what i like about that about Fortem bridge is it's not like most mission missionaries or, or mission organizations where they're there and they do, here's, here's your handout. Here's this, here's some water whatever. Their goal is to make it where they don't need them anymore. Mm-hmm. So the That's goal cool. is to leave the community within a certain amount of time because the, the, the idea of, if you catch a fish for somebody, then they'll yeah. eat for a day, that idea they for a lifetime. Um, it's handouts don't work. Mm-hmm. It makes the person feel good that's doing the handouts but it, and it'll help them for a little bit, but that's all it does. Yeah. And they understand that you need to build community by through education, teach them how yeah. to do things and all that stuff. And this is part of it. And so the Draja Choir sang on Sunday and just these 10, 11-year-olds mm-hmm. from Uganda all the way across mm-hmm. the country singing songs that we know and like worshiping the whole time. It was just... That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it was amazing.
2: Not only that, but in the middle of the concert, um, the director of the 410 Bridge had all the kids at, at one point during a song come out and pray over just yeah. anybody, anybody who was out there in the crowd. They, yeah. they would just come up, and say, "They would come up, hi, what's your name? You. Can I pray with you?" Yeah, it it's was like, a, it was amazing to see yeah. like a seven year old mm-hmm. like deep in prayer with somebody is pretty crazy. Yeah,
0: and it wasn't like. You know, when you think of like a seven-year-old praying, it was not like that. It was like a a powerful prayer because one of the girls prayed for prayed for my wife, and I was listening to her. That girl knew how to pray. (laughs) Like I was like, "Are you serious?" This girl's like ten years old, and she it was like spirit-filled, energetic. I mean, she
1: it was it was Sophia and Mac are the same way. Yeah, because they will pray for dinner. Then they sing after they eat dinner. They do the dishes, (laughs) and they sing a thank you song.
0: It's
2: amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. That's why I said they have done more this week for yeah. this house than I have done in two years. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Um, it's amazing. But, yeah, uh,
1: yeah it's going to be very sad because they leave. T- we're recording this on a Tuesday. They leave on Saturday. So yeah. we're mm-hmm. already, like, I'm already preparing myself. I When they got here Saturday, I had them just by myself, and I was already preparing, like, oh, they're going to leave on Saturday. It's going to be terrible. But but look up. Um, we definitely encourage you to find Draja Choir on all the social medias. Look up 410 Bridge, and we'll, yeah. and we'll put some... Um, some links on here but um we have something else to get to yeah Uh, we we did an interview again it was just shane and i most of our interviews are turned to just shane and i because topper has a job don't want to do them oh Oh, wait (laughs) topper has a real job and then uh, but well, we interviewed a guy named uh jared lopes i called him lopez and he corrected me um, As well, he's just not have. right. <laughs> yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> he so. corrected
0: you because that's not his name. Yeah, Lope. <laughs> Although it's it's easy to understand why, and he yep. understood too.
1: Yeah. And Lopes, L O P E S I just looking at it, you, just think Lopez. Yeah. So he um he he is the host of Dad Tired podcast. Um, his website called Dad Tired, and basically what he does, and he gets a lot into this. We won't get in too much details about it. Uh, he just is a dad, and he worked in ministry for eleven years, I believe yeah. he said. And, um, he just understands that when you're a dad and you're trying to work in any job, especially a pastor job, and you're trying to be a good husband and you're trying to like, you just get exhausted. Um, being a parent means you are just exhausted. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of dads out there that, um, don't have the, the place to go to talk about that stuff. And, um, and he just he turned it into administrator it just it just went off
0: well the thing is there are a lot of organizations for moms and, and they are, and there need to be yeah you know we're not saying that those aren't important but there are not a lot of things out there for dads uh, when it comes to what it's like being a dad and, and talking about the things that are hard and and struggles and just being tired and all of those and things. there's
1: not a lot of things that for dads that or men that I think they would even want to do. Yeah. Like, there's always men's ministries in all churches yeah. um, where our men's ministry, in quotation marks, is um, people go watch UFC fights at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. That's it. And we don't talk about the, like, that's how we get some of those guys to come out. They'll right. never come to church, but they'll come to that stuff. So, yeah. but, but, anyways, uh, before we get to that interview, um, we all have dads, right? We do. We do. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Why don't we um tell some quickly before we get to the interview? Why don't we tell some stories of um some funny things that happened with our dad when we grew up? Because mm. we're gonna be talking about dads and and how how you do life being a dad. So our dads are great. We all have great dads. Shane's dad is fine. My dad's awesome. <laughs> and we and we know each other's dads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Billy grew up down the street. He's my uncle. That's right. Kind of, <laughs> he was. Uh, Tom, you got a story of of Mister Billy? I do. This one.
2: Sometimes you call them Bill and Sue, don't you? Yeah, very I disrespectful. It's pretty <laughs> disrespectful. They they just take it. <laughs> um, yeah, this one dates back to uh
1: Sophia and Mac would never do that. No, they would <laughs> never. You would, can't,
2: wouldn't catch them doing that. Uh, no, this was Christmas one year. I think I was probably I don't know. I had to be like around fifteen, mm-hmm. and so. I'm opening up my presents and then like normally you have like the gifts some gifts you know you're going to get or you know you open small you wait for to open the big ones. And yeah. so I'm c- coming around to my last one and then I open it up and this is when I was really into pool and we used to we go we were too yeah we used yeah. to go to pool halls all the time.
1: Yeah, that was our thing.
2: We like to do that that was our Friday Saturday night gig. Yep. So I was opening it up Brand new pool stick. I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" I even got a glove with it too. Hot dog. Yeah, it's awesome. Lame. And so my dad looked at me. He goes, "That's not all." I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Why don't you go try it out on your new pool table downstairs?" (laughs) And I was like, "What?" (laughs) So I run downstairs, go in the garage. I look in there. There's, there's nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk back up. He was like, "I was all kidding." <laughs> oh <laughs> what my! I was like, "What a terrible thing!"
0: Oh, that is yeah, so that awful, but so
2: hilarious. That is hilarious. It is. Yeah, but that, that is a that's terrible. It, thing. That's him. So it's yeah, just whatever.
1: What a terrible thing yeah. that I'm going to do to Brooklyn.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. go He's, try it out there <laughs> Yeah, no! he thought it was great. I bet he was anyway. cracking up. Anyway, you guys, uh, you guys got anything? Oh, we talk about. Russ all the time. Yeah, Ru- <laughs> never called him <laughs> Russ I've Never heard. <laughs> never.
1: We talk about Rusty all the time. How many stories you want to tell? Oh, go gotcha. ahead, Well, this is this is a.
0: I guess if we could do a little shout out to Jonas and do hashtag Rusty Cares. Oh, is that what he oh. said? <laughs> yeah, he always says hashtag Rusty Cares anytime oh. we talk about our dad because
1: doesn't seem like he does
0: care <laughs> he really does <laughs> yeah, he really does but he also off- he shows it in an awfully weird way
1: <laughs> it's the same way i feel like i show it he, is- he shows it by going to 7-eleven and buying us stuff yeah that's yeah. that was that was a, a big way he's like always buying us stuff always getting us stuff mm-hmm. always spending quality time we,
0: uh yeah hashtag rusty care so uh, well, i remember when when we were younger it was my brother uh, my brother eric i don't know if you've heard of him uh my dad and i <laughs> And I, he's, he's the, an intern. Oh, the intern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we were We were swimming at my grandparents' pool, and who lived just a couple, couple houses down. And I don't know how this happened, but we were like, I don't know, I was probably 11, 10 or 11, yeah, maybe we even young. younger. Um, it was just us three. Just us three. Uh, and we're wrestling around with our dad and jumping on him in the pool, dunking each other. And at some point or another, I don't know if this is just us or other people, but you know, you kind of like... Pull, pull other people's like bathing suits down and that sort of a deal. Yeah, so, we were trying to take each other's bathing suits yeah, off. Yeah, yeah.
1: me and you, were going after Dad's bathing suit, trying to get this it off. is
0: getting a little bit weird as no, we're it's talking about. Weird, weird it's but fine. we're kids. <laughs> we're just we're just playing around, and so then all of a sudden, my dad ripped my bathing suit off of me, took it, threw it out of the pool, out into the the yard. And we have neighbors and everything. And I was like, Dad, Dad, please, can you go get my bathing suit? And he would not get it for me. It was hilarious. He refused, and he made me <laughs> butt naked at 10 years old or whatever get out of the pool. He threw it a long ways. Run and get this and get back in the pool and put it on so fast. That sounds he was awesome. like a
1: third. You were like in third grade. Who cares if anyone saw you? So and you're, he was your little cracking, Willie. He was cracking. So was I. Laughing. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? his little his little willy <laughs> um yeah he threw it and um and i think he did it because he found it enjoyable which is why he does things and he saw how funny i thought it was and so he just said no go get it and you just are crying about it like no jane just go get it i was mortified <laughs> no no one saw you no one was around yeah
0: right. well when you're 10 years old and it's the middle of the day yeah
1: do you notice his the age change every single time? He Wait, said his I age. I said age ten the last few times. No, oh, you said nine. You said eight. I well, no, I didn't did say <laughs> that. <laughs> you talker. No. I don't think that. Happened. I didn't say
0: that at all.
1: <laughs> Good. <ahead>. That's <laughs> it. I'm done. I'm dad
0: tired. I'm, I'm dad. <laughs> all right. Tired. My, my does really does quaint dad quaint tired mean you're tired of your dad? <laughs> no, I've never. Um, all right. So I'm not tired of my dad. I love him. Yeah. Love, s-
1: you, oh, love you, Rusty. Love you. Love you, Rust. to say Rusty cares. Um. And so, really quick, then we get the the interview. Um, I was at the we're at the movies as you, myself, and Dad, and we we're seeing one of the new Star Wars movies. When he say
0: old you say you, he's talking about Shane.
1: Yeah, sorry. Um, one of the prequels, because um, my Dad kind of like Star Wars, so he took us to see all those prequels. And I went with my dad to go get popcorn to go to the bathroom, or whatever. <laughs> and we, we walk out, and he stops at the end when we're about to walk out, and looks back to see Shane who is looking at the screen at just the preview stuff, uh, movie hadn't started, nothing started yet, and he's just rocking on his chair by himself. He didn't realize anyone else even noticed he w- was looking at him. There was nobody else even in the yeah. theater. And he looks at him, looks at me, straight face, goes, huh, what an idiot. <laughs> and I walked away. <laughs> I was like, you're right, Dad. <laughs>
0: How about I know we got to go. This is real quick. This is actually a story involving you. This is another Rusty Cares moment. Actually, you know what? We're going to start a, a, a Twitter handle, a, a, a hashtag, all right? Share with us your dad stories and say, Dad Cares, or whatever your dad's name. Actually, no, it needs to be the same one. So say, Dad Cares. All right, hashtag Dad Cares. But here's one. You, dad came downstairs. You were cooking a pizza in the oven
2: i think i remember this I know.
0: you were cooking a pizza in the oven yeah and you told him this long elaborate story about something that happened yeah to i was dad. telling this that long story I was there and he's sitting
1: there listening kind of not even saying it and while i'm telling the story of like a five or ten minute story i drop my pizza out of the oven and it gets all over the floor i'm like oh crap and i'm starting to clean up i'm still finishing up the story and he's just there he's doing whatever and then when i'm done he just looks at me looks down at the pizza and goes make sure you clean all that up and walks upstairs didn't care about my story didn't, at no,
2: all <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't acknowledge anything.
1: i even was talking yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey make
0: sure you clean it just that up. quiet the whole time <laughs> just listened to this whole story didn't even respond to
1: it hey clean that up hey clean that up Why, and he walked away <laughs> <laughs> anyways all right well <laughs> hashtag rustic cares that's right so let's 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 send it out to uh, our interview with with jared lopes dad tired podcast check it out all right, we're here with Jared Lopes from Dad Tire. Jared, how's it going, man?
3: I'm doing well, man. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, we were you got you're from Portland? We we're just talking about that, um, and we we're asking you about some of the riots and stuff that's been going on there. Protests. How how is everything been going up there?
3: Yeah, it's a little bit crazy. It you know it started at first like with a w- with a couple groups that really had a cause and they were like really articulate about what they were protesting, mm-hmm. and then. Like day two there's some riots happening, mm-hmm. or like some people just vandalizing and then all the good like protesters left and then it just turned into like a bunch of thugs running the streets yeah, for the yeah. last few days. Oh, gosh. And so it's been entertaining to say the least.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what happened in Baltimore with the riots yeah. a lot with Freddie Gray. It was like a peaceful protest at first, people walking the streets and then it just got out of hand and buildings were burned and it was pretty crazy. So yeah, we that was
1: scary. we know exactly how that is for sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, but Joe, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us, um, what you do. Tell us a little bit about your podcast and your website and all that stuff.
3: Yeah. So, um, I have a podcast and online community called dad tired. Um, kind of the hub of that is dadtired.com And that started, uh, almost exactly a year ago, almost to the day. Um, and it, it started as a ministry or not, it certainly wasn't ministry. I was in a really crappy place in my own marriage and, uh, just felt like, uh, I sucked as a dad and as a husband. Uh, and so, and I was in a weird, just dark spot. So I literally Googled like resources for young Christian dads and husbands and couldn't find anything like relevant. There's stuff out there, but nothing that was like speaking my language stu- felt like stuff that would speak to my grandpa, you know, not yeah, to yeah. me. So it's like, um, so I just started blogging my thoughts. I, I kind of wear my emotions on my sleeve. So I just started blogging my thoughts and I thought, Surely there are other guys out there who are in this similar spot. And within the first month, some other big blogs like mommy blogs and wife blogs had seen somehow the stuff that I wrote. And Dad Tired like exploded really, really quickly. I think it's mainly because there's a bunch of dudes who actually feel like they suck as a husband and dad, but don't, but don't want to suck, you know, like they want, they want to have deeper conversations than just like sports and beer. I love sports and beer, but they (laughs) they want more than that, you know? And, uh, and they just couldn't find a place to have that. And so that's why I think I kind of, I, I didn't mean to, but I found, I struck a nerve, you know? Yeah. So That's
0: really cool because with me being um, a new dad, and, and I was talking to him, my daughter's two months old now, uh, one of the common things that I got before my daughter was born was from other dads saying, look, when she's born, you might not feel this instant connection of, like, this is your daughter because the mom has been carrying the baby for nine months and already has that connection a lot of time, not all of the time. And sometimes for the dad, the first time seeing your kid, you don't feel that like I am in love with this daughter right now or this child right now. And then you feel like, am I a terrible dad for feeling this way? And so I appreciate you being, uh, being willing to talk about some of these things and, and different feelings because guys aren't so good at talking about their feelings
1: all the time and what they're struggling with. So this is, this is really important.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I remember when I was taking classes for getting ready to be a dad, uh, like the baby care. I don't know. Anything. I remember they would talk about how you don't, you never shake a baby or hit a baby and that kind of stuff. And I remember telling my wife, like, first off, who would ever do that? Yeah. I'm gonna be such a great dad, whatever. And then two months in, and a baby won't stop crying. I found out who would do that. <laughs> that exactly. dad. Now, be clear, exactly. you didn't do that. No, to I didn't your kid. do it. Of course, but but it was a lot more tempting than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah. And there are times yeah. where, like, I feel like I'm trying so hard to as a dad. And as a pastor, and as a husband, and as a friend, and all that stuff, and I just like you said, like I just kind of keep sucking at it, mm-hmm. and I, but I'm yeah. trying. But so, so yeah, this is looking at some of your stuff. It's great resources and stuff. But um, what? So you kind of talked about it a little bit, but but what made you decide you have to start doing this, and what have you seen since you've started doing this?
3: Yeah, well, for for me personally, uh, I've always known that God has kind of set me aside to talk to people about Jesus, like. Mm-hmm. At seven years old, I was doing like holding a little church service at recess. And, That's and awesome. it, it, it got so big that um that the principal like pulled me in the office and just like tried to give me some ground rules. and then <laughs> in middle school, I started the same kind of thing, just like asking my friends if they wanted to meet after school and talk about Jesus. That got so big that they were they actually changed the city bus route. So that kids could get home later in the day because so many kids were staying after school. And um, so I've just always like had this calling and felt like prompted to talk to people about Jesus. But that comes from a passion where I really feel like um, I think that there are a lot of people who are jaded towards the Christian experience but who haven't given up on Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I just resonate deeply with those people. I feel like I could be that person. If I didn't really believe that Jesus was real and I, I actually think like he existed and he's a real person historically mm-hmm. and then you have to wrestle with like okay if he's real historically was what he said true and I think what he said was true uh if I didn't actually believe that dude I don't think I'd be a Christian because the Christian culture is weird like yeah. just, it's just a weird culture yeah, it and is. so I've kind of spent my life trying to like teach people about Jesus mm-hmm. and convince them or uh, be used by God to like explain to them that you can love Jesus and not be weird. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. uh, (laughs) Exactly why we started this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: So that's like, uh, that's why I keep doing it. Uh, I think that's why guys keep coming back to dad tired. I, I I run a podcast as well. We've got 35,000 listeners, every single state's represented. I think we've got thirty thirty 30 plus countries represented right now listening. And I think that's just because it's, uh there are guys that really do want to love Jesus mm-hmm. um but just aren't totally convinced on the Christian culture or maybe just don't feel comfortable within that culture you know yeah. so wow yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah so with you being a a dad and and, and you have two kids correct
3: yeah I have a five year old son, a three year old girl
0: awesome and um and so you have worked in in ministry at a church. you're still doing ministry, but in a different um kind of uh, realm a little context, bit but yeah. context. but you worked in, in a church for eleven years, correct?
3: That's right. Yeah. And
0: so, in your experience working in a church, and then also now doing this Dad Tired podcast, you have, I'm sure, interacted with a lot of parents uh, working with with uh, junior high kids and in different ministry contexts. What What was your experience working with Christian parents in a church context? Is Is it similar to what you are discovering now, or were, were there some difficulties involved in that?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think we as, as are, what I noticed in the church context is Christians really relied heavily on the church to kind of disciple their kids. Uh, and you've seen a lot of like, I've seen children's pastors all the way up from junior high, high school, college, like the amount of time that the people in the church, the actual pastors, leaders, and volunteers spend with your kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, mathematically is like a fraction of what a parent spends. Um, with their kids. But, but so that doesn't cause me to like get mad at parents and tell mm-hmm. them like, Hey, you need to disciple your kids. And why are you getting mad at us? Cause we're not Yeah. really, what that tells me is that the parents just feel ill-equipped yeah. to disciple the parents. They don't know how, like mm-hmm. I, I want, I, I think it's the same thing. Like there's parents who, who would say, I want my kids to love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I literally have no idea like how to get yeah. them to do that. Yeah. And, um, so as often as I would be frustrated at working in the, the church context setting because mm-hmm. I I'm al- was always hearing, will you do this for my kid? Will you do this for my kid? You need to disciple my kid. Yeah. And I always saying like, no, you need to disciple <laughs> your yeah. um, kid. That's kind of been much of the motivation in my dad tired stuff is like, okay, I don't want my, the guys within dad tired to just figure out how to disciple their kids, but I want them to figure out how to love Jesus mm-hmm. first And if they can love Jesus first and then they can start to love their wife and start to love their kids, all that discipleship stuff will flow out of a heart that loves Jesus. And so I just want to – I don't want to ever point guys towards more programs and stuff. I want to point yeah. them to Jesus, you know, and that's kind of the cool thing about Dad Tired is there's really not a lot of expectations on me to do programs, <laughs> you know, right? No, nobody's asking me, like, "Oh, hey, that's are awesome. doing this? How <laughs> no, we're not doing this? I'm like, I, I, what are you talking about? Go back to your church. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and I, I discovered working as a youth pastor for about nine years, too, the same thing that you were saying is that I would have parents come up to me and say, well, my kid just doesn't want to come to church. And what, what, what are you going to do about it? I'm like, no, what am, what am I going to do? What are you going to do about it? I'm not the one who's waking them up on a Sunday morning or, or bringing them to youth group on a Wednesday night or whenever it is. But at the same time, it is so important for parents to have other godly adults influencing in their, their children and their teenagers. 100%, 100%. Uh, because, you know, not every teenager is going to go to their mom or dad and talk to them about what they're struggling with. Very few of them will do that um, on a personal level. But they might feel more comfortable with another godly adult who yeah. is not their parent that they know that they can trust. And, um, and it's good to know that the church is available to help parents – in the process of raising their kids, but the church is not responsible for raising their kids.
3: Yeah. That, yeah. That's a, you're exactly right, man. And one thing that we wanted to do this year as a family was we wanted to have a hundred people into our house this year for oh, dinner. Wow.
0: That's great.
3: <laughs> so, so starting January one, we just started inviting people over all kinds of different people over into our home for dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish that we were in the living room I could show you. We take a picture, a polaroid picture with them at the end and it goes up on a wall so we just have all these people that have been in our wow. house yeah. wow. for the for the year. But why why I wanted to do that was because I wanted my kids to experience God mm-hmm. outside of our little family. Yeah. And I wanted and they've literally seen this year. They've seen people weeping at our table. They've Mm -hmm. seen people like hurt and mad. They've seen people crying out of laughter, like laughing so much they're crying, you know, but they've seen a full spectrum of people in our home. Mm -hmm. And I want them just to have that greater experience of like, this is church. This is what church is, you know, this is real life people. And that's part of what you're saying. Like there's other people who are going to minister to my kids and share with my kids even just by listening sometimes yeah. in ways that I'll never be able to do so yeah well,
0: if if I ever make it to Portland I want to get on that wall <laughs> get over here man. get over here get on the wall <laughs>
1: like the the church that I'm at we're at we're in a population that like we we have a good amount of kids that come to our youth group and most of their parents don't come to church and I don't. At first, my our reaction was, "Man, they just want like either babysitting." Like I was a little cynical about it. Like, yeah, just yeah, send them there. But then, I the more I got, to, we got to know the parents, and the more the small group leaders got to know them, we started to realize that they don't think they can fit into our church, and they don't think that they're up to par with what they need to be in order to be at church. All the stuff that we know is just. Is is it's just a devil just, speaking? Yeah, I mean it's just flawed because that's not we. None of us are if we're going to make any yeah. kind of standard. So yeah. we've been trying really hard to find ways to connect with the parents, let them know that first off we're on your side. We're not trying to compete with parent. We're, we're trying to help you be a better parent, and you don't have to reach this level to mm. to get to a certain point. So it's been kind of a uh, it's been kind of hard for us to do that. Um yeah. But yeah, but what, but like what you were saying that my first reaction when someone would say like, Hey, you need a, to my kid won't come to whatever would be more blaming them instead of trying to find a way to help them. Yeah. Um, right. and that's just something that I've just automatically started doing at first and I've over time grown that and learned yeah. mm-hmm. differently. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really happy about the stuff that you're doing to help, especially dads. Yeah. Cause we have a yeah. lot of moms that come to church and I don't, we don't see their dads ever.
2: Um,
3: totally.
1: So trying to it's a
3: missing them. demographic.
1: Yeah. It is. It is.
0: Yeah.
3: And mm-hmm. most of us dudes wouldn't go to church if it weren't for our yeah. kids family. Yeah. And, and unless we were single and we were looking for a good girl.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> that's right. Which we do have some college kids up <laughs> <it comes laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. And I've also I've also heard um, of people with, that are trying to figure out how to do church that they would market's not the best word, but they would make their their services geared towards a man like from 25 to 30 because a girl's women are going to come most time anyways. They don't, it doesn't matter. But if you try to gear like, we start, we started doing UFC fights at Buffalo. You can come and you can come and have a beer if you want and watch the fight. Like, and and guys will come to that. They might not come to church, but they'll come to watch UFC fight. Like, Just gotta find ways to get out of that normal structure of it. If if the dad comes, it is way more likely that the
0: rest of the family will come. But if the if the mom comes, it's not guaranteed that the dad is going to come with the mom. The the mom is much more likely to come and never get the dad to come. But if the dad comes, you're likely going to see the mom to come as well.
3: Totally, and and actually secular. Statistics and research back up that point. So not yeah. even from a Christian perspective, right. but the secular world has done research on the role of a man taking leadership mm-hmm. um, in the family and, and the generational effects that that has in a positive way yeah. is insane. Yeah. Ins- yeah. So and that's not we, too, we believe that. Limit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not! Yeah, right. it's it's not it's not you know no in no ways do I do I mean that the, a man steps up and has everybody submit because yeah. what woman would want to lead a d bag guy? <laughs> yeah, know, like yeah
0: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah,
3: yeah, um, yeah, but to serve, but but every woman wants to 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 be under the leadership of a man that's serving her, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: that's right. Yep.
3: <laughs> sure. Yeah.
1: Um, so, listen to your to your podcast. One thing I've I've noticed with um, some of the stuff that you do is is you just kind of reveal some of the stuff that you're struggling with and some of your screw up on your own podcast, and I know you've gotten feedback on that through through being vulnerable. So, how did you always start it that way, or was that how was that transition on trying to show that vulnerability so that we can show how good God's grace is, which I know is the is the goal how How was trying to do that, and had there been any bad feedback from doing that?
3: Yeah. Um, so I, I've, it's not something that like I strategically thought to do. I've just kind of always were, I've never been good at hiding my emotions. I suck at it. Like if whatever I'm feeling, you're going to, you're going to know that I feel it Uh and for better or worse. And sometimes it's not great because I try to just go along with the flow and people can tell like I'm not doing well. And, uh, but so I've always just kind of worn my emotions on my sleeve. Um, and I'm coming to the – like if you've listened to the last probably six or seven podcasts, I've shared a lot of crap in my own life. Mm-hmm. And I tell guys all the time to confess sin and I, I feel like I'm confessing sin to 35,000 guys, which yeah. <laughs> uh, is a crappy place to be. And I was like really praying about this and part of me just feels like this is how the Lord is going to use me. And, and there are a lot of ways that I want to be used by God. Um, I want to be like used, by as like a good speaker or teacher or communicator or like I, I can teach the scriptures well and all that stuff. But honestly, I don't think any of those are going to be my strong suits. I yeah. honestly think that God is going to use me by me keep screwing up and keep confessing <laughs> it in front of people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'm just like, come on, God, like there's gotta <laughs> be something else that I can be good at. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the, I guess the, my, like, his call for me, it seems, I could be totally wrong on this. My, the times I'm most effective in ministry is when I'm just really honest about my crap and I happen to make a lot of mistakes. So I just keep sharing. (laughs) Um, and so it's been, yeah, I mean, guys keep, I get emails every single day about guys that are just like, thank you for sharing this. Thank you for being so vulnerable. And, um, you know, I don't, want to, I, I wish I <laughs> didn't have to share crap, but, um, but I also believe really, and I shared this in yesterday's podcast is that it over and over and over displays the glory of God. There should be no yeah. shame in sharing our crap. If we really believe God's grace is sufficient.
0: Yeah, um, for sure.
3: I should have no problem telling you about all my sin. If I actually believe that they're all covered by the grace of Jesus, you know,
0: that's a really good point. Yeah, that's a hard point to wrap your mind around too, and to actually grasp and to live it. Like we we're good in church of saying something, but to actually live it out by example right. is really difficult. <laughs>
1: yeah, and having right. a community where you can take the mask off. Yeah, and be yourself, be authentic with your mistakes and everything. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Um, I I wanted to close with um, just one since we're all three of us are dads. Mm-hmm. Um, our other host is not a dad, and he's not here, so screw him. <laughs> um, <laughs> But since we're all dads and we like to play games and have some fun on our podcast, why don't we all go around and give an example of how we have been a bad dad at some point in our life? And I know oh. there's probably a lot of examples. <laughs> so um, I, I have one, so I'll, I'll go ahead and go so you guys start to think. Um, when my first daughter, Brooklyn, my oldest daughter, um, she, she's two and a half now. When she was about five months, um, she was in the car seat, in the car. I was driving, she was. She fell asleep, and I was driving for, for so long, I completely forgot she was there. And I went to Panera, and got out, and went in line, nice. and, and it was kind of hot, and all of a sudden, like, I was about to order, I was like, oh, crap, <laughs> my daughter's in the car. And I ran to the car and got her out, I was afraid, like, someone destroyed the window to get <laughs> yeah. her out. But yeah, that was, like, cause I remember also thinking with that, like, hey, people actually do that? But no, just when she was quiet and it was peaceful... <laughs> Nice, oh, dude! So.
3: <laughs> Such a scary moment. <laughs> I leave them in the car on purpose now, but you <laughs> yeah. know w- windows down. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah they're, yeah. they're a little older. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude. Uh, well, you went funny. I was gonna go like. Ser- <laughs> oh, you
2: can go serious.
1: You can go serious. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, you know that the times that I lose most sleep, if I'm honest, uh, the times that I lose most sleep as a dad are when I discipline out of anger. And, um, my kids, man, like every kid, I'm sure can get you to the point where you will lose patience in ways that you never knew you were capable of losing patience. Yeah. And, uh, my son was like that, but my daughter is especially like that. (laughs) I mean, she just will test and test and test and test and test. And I thought I had a lot of patience and until (laughs) I had my girl and I'm just like, I will, I will find myself at times like yelling Or, uh, you know, there's all kinds of theories on spanking. We've tried spanking along with a million other things to discipline our kids. Uh, And I've spanked my kids in anger. And I'm just like, that sucks. Like, I do not want to be that dad. And I've had to go in and apologize to my kids at three and five. Like, I'm sorry. Like, daddy did not handle himself very well. And I need to ask for your forgiveness. Yeah. Um, and then remind them that Jesus always forgives them, so they should forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <A> little manipulation, <laughs> yeah. little yeah. manipulation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I've I've noticed with my wife and I when when the kids are being like that and just it's super stressful. She gets she like literally curls into a ball and just like like just is upset <laughs> and can't do anything. Yeah. So one time she FaceTimed me on the floor in our kitchen when I was at teen camp with with students from my church just saying I, I don't know what to do I don't know what to do anymore and I, yeah. and, I, I and I know that feeling where my response is super super angry and like right. w- so we found like there's been times where I've had to put like and I, and our kids are two and a half at once so you're telling me it doesn't get any better is what you're telling <laughs> me I wish I did no yeah. <laughs> so I, there's been times where I put my daughter just one stop crying just in her crib and shut the door just so I can get a yeah. second to breathe so because I nice. know if I don't I'm going to be I'm going to yell at him when I shouldn't and do things that I shouldn't, which I've done. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean,
0: I I only have two months so far, so um, uh, there have been plenty of times where I felt like not the greatest dad. um, And uh, it's a little different because she obviously can't talk. She doesn't, she's not like it's, I, I understand that, if she is upset about something, she's legitimately upset. She's not manipulating me or any of those things because she's just too young. Uh, but uh, mm. there have been a couple of times when, when she was first born. And when when they're newborns and you don't get any sleep throughout the night and then you got to go to work the next day and then you come home and you have your daughter who's crying nonstop. The whole, it's just yeah. like, that's. I think that's the hardest part about being a new dad is the lack of sleep and just 100%. being exhausted. Trying to function with that, yeah. And so I, I remember there was a night where I was, I was like, I had a big day. I had stuff I had to do the next day. And I was just like, I just need to get some sleep. And she was crying and wouldn't go to sleep. It's like three in the morning. And both my wife and I had instances where we were like, like on the verge of just yelling in her face like yeah. that. And, and that makes you feel terrible. Like totally. in the moment, you don't even think about it. And then like afterwards, when you calm down and God's been so good to like, not let that happened to both of us at the same time but like (laughs) it happened to me at one time and my wife was like okay here i got her i'll take her you just calm down and it happened to her one time and i was like i got her i'll take her you just calm down and it just makes you feel like garbage when you do that especially to such a little helpless baby that is just crying and just needs her dad her dad or her mom or something and then there's also been times where i've been like Okay, I just want to I just want to like watch this like football game or something and I'll just like hold her in front of the <laughs> television so she just leaves me alone and just watches the TV. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like I probably shouldn't do that.
3: Oh. <laughs> hey, yeah. shout out to all the uh, single moms, right? The, oh, the my goodness. doing this oh, by and dads, but the single yeah. parents doing this by themselves just crazy, crazy. I don't, I, can't how, I don't know how
0: I could I don't know if I could do it. Even though I feel like everyone would say that till you're in that situation. Right. But yeah. My goodness.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. She was trying to do a weekend. Couldn't imagine. A weekend with just both the kids by myself. Yeah, or at the end, I'm like, this is – I don't know how – I've thought yeah. that a lot of times. How yeah. does a single parent yeah. do this? But it's amazing.
3: La- last night – I know you're trying to wrap up. Last night no, I was trying. laying on the bed right here and my, my daughter – I had like the worst migraine last night. My daughter takes a water bottle. <laughs> And swings it full oh. foot. Like, you. Speaking of UFC, dude, she's Ronda <laughs> Rousey in the making. Just Ronda Rousey's me right in the he- side of the head in the temple, and I'm just—I literally like fell to the ground like knockout punch, dude. It was <laughs> just like I told my wife, and I were in bed. and I just started laughing. She's like, "What?" I'm like, "How in the hell does a three-year-old bring a grown man to his knees?" <laughs> just like yeah. out, like three-year-old baby girl, man. Oh. That's awesome. Parenting's I fun. Dad tired, dude, for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, Jared. Well, tell everyone how they can uh, listen to your podcast. How they can find out more about Dad tired.
3: Yeah. So the best way is to go to DadTired.com. Everything's on there. You can get connected. We have a closed group. I don't know if I mentioned this on Facebook. There's about fifteen hundred guys in there from around the world okay. who just are. If you don't have any guy friends, this is a good place to connect with other guys in your area. Uh, and then Dad tired, just search Dad tired on iTunes or wherever you look for uh your podcasts and yeah. uh, we're on all the social media channels but all of that is on dadtired.com.
1: Awesome. And then I saw that there's somewhere there's like a free book or something on dadtired.
3: There that is. Hotlines. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You can you can uh you just type in your email there and that'll uh give you a link to a free book that I wrote.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So that that's great. But Jared, thank you so much for just what you're doing with Dad Tired cuz right when I saw it and r- neat. I I was like I'm emailing this guy cuz I'm a dad. <laughs> <that."> um <laughs> And and yeah, and thanks for being on our podcast. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we were. Really thank appreciate
3: you, it, man, appreciate man. it. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys.
1: All right, we are back. We, thanks, Jared. We are back. Hey, that was a that was a great interview again. We're doing a good job.
2: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you guys are doing a good job. It <laughs> um, was weird. <laughs> we're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No, that, that was really interesting though, and uh, I I appreciate um, all that Jared is doing and, and check out his website and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Dadtire.com, his podcast, Dad podcast. It's a lot of podcast. good
1: stuff. Yeah. He, I mean, he's, he tapped into something that, um, needed to be tapped into because yeah. there's a, there's not enough resources for that demographic, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, and you can just tell, and we can just tell by talking to him, he just truly cares because mm-hmm. he was in that position and he just truly cares about that stuff. So yeah, definitely check him out, but uh, we're, we really appreciate him being on.
0: Well, and I'm going to be honest with you. When he said, uh, I'm, I'm stealing his idea uh, about um, having people over and taking a picture with a Polaroid camera and putting the picture up on the wall. I'm doing that.
1: Yeah, I know. I figured you would. You yeah. love you love hanging out with people. Yeah,
0: I was like, "That's genius." I've already looked up Polaroid cameras on That's Amazon. Awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and Christmas is around the corner, so I'm probably gonna ask my wife for one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we got one more thing to do before we before we uh, wrap this. So, if you want to come over up. for dinner,
0: just shoot me an email. I'll have you over. Yep. Let me know.
1: So, what we got next?
3: Uh, <laughs> Loud do, 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 today. Tip-time
1: news.
0: Brought to you by Rusty Cares. There it is. <laughs> I was going to say, we don't got no sponsors this time.
2: <laughs> 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 to deal with that? What you got? Oh, I got something for you. All right, in lieu of the election. Ooh. Don't worry, I'm not going to get political. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, if you're not getting political, you started off on the wrong foot. <laughs> hey, yeah. our friends
1: at Not Your Pastor podcast just did a whole thing on um the recent election so you want to hear a podcast talking about the election if you're not like if you feel like i haven't gotten enough about this election right now then that's where you go go nah. to Notch pastor's podcast nah, they suck <laughs> 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 go there they'll they'll tell you all about it here we're gonna make some jokes just kidding they don't suck <laughs> yeah,
2: they're, they're better
1: than us okay go ahead
2: uh so georgia man deliberately stays in the dark on election results
0: oh so this guy like did he stay in a dark room no
2: <laughs> okay so he was not <laughs> literally in the dark but uh he was fed up with the uh, political system who isn't uh his friends were having a debate party kind of like we had mm-hmm. but he decided to skip it and he went to bed early so he he decided to wait for the results the next day when he woke when he woke up he said he felt so at peace that he didn't want to know the results so he was like i'll just wait till the afternoon so that which turned into a week later of him what? still not knowing the election results. How in the world? And so I'm like, I, I don't know if I buy this. Because now this guy, so he works from home. Okay. He said he stays away from media. He doesn't get, he doesn't. So that means you can't watch any TV. So you can't watch no social He said media, he doesn't do any no of that radio. stuff. No, He's old Saturday school. Saturday Night Live. He's old school. He works from home, so he doesn't go out much. When he does go out, he wears headphones. What? And a sign that says... I don't know who won the election, and I don't want to. Please don't tell me. Okay, this well, is weird now. Well, <laughs> that, first
1: off, if you wear that sign, that's basically telling everybody, "Come tell me." I would one
2: hundred percent be like, oh, Donald, Donald. "Yeah, yeah." That's like,
1: that's <laughs> like, if, if you don't want anyone to know, just. Walk around, people yeah. aren't I, no. right. As if so the election, can, how many people called to you? Like, hey, do you know Donald Trump? Just a so random fast. stranger.
0: Can you
3: believe yeah. this?
1: <laughs> no, no. Nobody.
0: That sounds like somebody trying to get on the news. I don't know. Well, he made it. Yeah, obvious. And it's another. And that's a weird thing. thing too. If if he doesn't pay any attention to the media, how did he get in the media?
1: Well, what probably maybe happened? he's got
0: a son or daughter. <laughs>
2: what <laughs> probably told him about it? <laughs> what
1: probably happened was he he woke up the next day and he didn't know and then he did probably go that day and was like man I still don't know I don't and I'm actually kind of like it let me see how far I can go and he made a thing about it like and he made it a, a big deal mm-hmm. um obviously if you wear a freaking sign, then you're making it a big deal yeah um so that he's like I think it was him like testing his endurance of like let's see and then when I ever I do find out which well it was a week you said that
2: he, it was it was a week that now oh, this has actually been longer now so but, oh he's, does he still not know I don't know about now I have to look, he has find out to. now but, so <laughs> I don't buy it yeah
1: by the time you read the article he didn't know no no no, no. so how, yeah wonder how I don't news. buy it yeah
2: it's it is it, it's hard to believe I mean baloney a week possibly I think that if you if he literally works from home and he does what he says he does and he doesn't stay he doesn't get but I mean if you just click on like the homepage of your internet explorer Anything. It, say it's a news website which a lot of a lot of what them is are. he yeah What are the first things pop up is that what does it's, he do from Rome. is
0: he
1: just like a farmer i don't know what his job yeah. is yeah <laughs> is he is he is he working the soil is that what he's doing yeah.
2: he's he's old school i mean th- think think no about sense. this
1: how many times have we been somewhere on a Sunday night, mm-hmm. a youth, a youth group, uh, some kind of church event, whatever it was, and we tell people, "Hey, we don't want to know <laughs> right. the score of the Ravens. We're, we're from yeah. Baltimore. We don't want to know the score of the Ravens. It game. doesn't work. We're, we're taping it. Whatever. We always find out, right? Yeah. always. Someone always tells us. Once this guy and got to the point like where he, yeah, yeah. Once this guy got to the point where he's telling people, "Hey, I don't know and I don't want to know yet," then I, I, don't, I can't believe. Someone didn't just Trump. I'm sure somebody
2: somebody found who he was, found his number in the phone book. Yeah. Yeah. called him. He picked up. Yeah, his what Trump? Tweet. Trump? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. why does someone just texting up. him one word
0: Trump? Yeah, like, that's all it is. What 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 we figured out when it comes like one, not wanting to know the score to like the Ravens game, if you tell anybody, you will find out. So you try to just act like nothing, you know, like l- don't even bring it up.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Matt, uh, so you you're saying you wouldn't wear a sign, no, with headphones saying I don't no. know the score of the Ravens game. Do not tell me. No. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Absolutely not. Yeah. This guy, I don't know this guy, but I hate him. Yeah. 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 This guy's an idiot. <laughs> we have to call somebody <laughs> an idiot on that entire day.
2: <laughs> Good thing he's yeah. from Georgia. You don't ever have to meet him.
1: That guy, yeah, Georgia. I don't buy it. Yeah. Well. All right. Well. Hey, another great episode! Thank you for um, um, not only Jared uh, for being on, but also uh, Sophia, Sophia, and, and Mac Macklin. Macklin, um from the Drudge Choir. I'm um, just a fun episode. This was a fun episode. Yeah. This is like a party. It, yeah, was. it was like a party. We had so many guests on. We had so many people. If you listen closely, you can probably hear Savannah crying because she was hungry probably <laughs>
0: during the when when Sophia <laughs> and here. and, and McElroy.
1: McElroy, yeah, we had everybody down here we had we had there's an intern that's with them mm-hmm. um who's who's been staying with us who's who's really cool too um she was down here filming it so we, we we're gonna put all this on facebook the actual video of that um and then again uh thank you for dad tired and everything they're doing over there yeah good everything stuff they doing so that was a lot of fun so topper yeah why don't you go ahead and uh send us out uh, before we do or just a reminder. Make sure you like us on all the social medias um, if you have any questions or if you have any topics you would like us to talk yeah. about because uh, we have some things lined up, but we could always use some more topics. Um, email us at Podcast at gmail.com or on any of the social medias, send us messages on that. Uh, we want to hear what you guys want us to talk about because obviously we're your, your voice of reason on oh. a week <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about all that No, there's like I want to hear what three idiots have to say yeah. about this so Topper mm. send us out um, so that we can all go to sleep okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's late for us to go oh man go ahead. it's been a great
2: episode <laughs> I'm tired but not quite dad tired because <laughs> I'm not dad get it? yeah I get it yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.